G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Well, yesterday we talked to Holly Robinson, of course, who won the gold for New Zealand in the javelin at the Tokyo Paralympics. And today we're joined by uh, her fellow Dunedinite uh, athlete, uh, Anna Grimaldi, who also picked up gold in the long, long jump, backing up from her gold medal from uh, her effort in Rio five years ago. Well, Anna, like Holly, of course, is an uh, MIQ, so at least we can fill in uh, 10 minutes of your day. Anna, that's uh, the best part of this interview, but I'm looking forward to talking to you and, and gauging just how happy you are and how, su- how, you, how you feel about that success uh, doubling up. That was an amazing achievement. Thank you. Thanks for talking to me. Definitely helping fill in some of the time today. Um, yeah, I think it hasn't quite sunk in yet, I think, how much of a big achievement going back-to-back is. I think I hadn't really thought about it like that and how going from Rio five years ago to now how different I was as a person and how much I've grown and how much you've had to work for this and um, yeah I I really couldn't be more stoked I still feel sort of a bit numb and I think it is definitely still sinking in but couldn't be more proud I think um, yeah a lot of people have helped me get here and I owe a lot to to them as well so it's just as much my support team as mine let's look at uh, how you got into it because uh, you're a late bloomer when it came to this i mean it was mm-hmm. only 2013 uh but you really got seriously seriously yeah. into athletics how did that come about yeah i think um i'd always been pretty active and very sporty as a kid played a lot of netball and basketball and volleyball and did lots of run went on runs and stuff with fitness um, but yeah, it was like the end of 2013, I was 16 and in year 12 at high school and um, I got an email from Paralympics New Zealand saying thanks for expressing some interest in a camp and um, these are the dates, could I reply with all this information and I just was like, I got the wrong email, I don't even know, I didn't know about Paralympics New Zealand so I definitely couldn't have expressed any interest and I had none of the information they wanted so um, I sort of replied and said hello, I'm not sure if this is the right person, please get back to me. And basically I met with um, Holly's coach, Raylene, who was our manager at the time, and she sort of encouraged me to come along. And, um, and yeah, uh, it sort of went from there, really. I met my coach at the camp and tried long jump, which um, one of the people who ran ran the camp in 2013 just sent me the other day a picture of a video of my very first long jump I'd ever done. Um, so that was kind of cool as well to look back on how far I've come and in sort of quite a short amount of time. Um, so, yeah. So uh, you, you settled on the long jump, of course, and, and, you know, just three years later, you're a gold medalist, which is absolutely quite incredible to think that you could go from trying it out to being the, on top of the world three years later. Uh, but this time around, uh, your present, uh, you know, preparation and that wasn't quite as, as smooth and as quick because you had a a stress fracture in your foot. Now, I can't think of too many worse things to have while you're trying to get ready to, yes. to, to be a great long jumper. No, definitely wasn't. It wasn't um, 
initially I didn't think that this would be happening here. I mean, I was told six months to be back full competition from when we found out, but it was, you know, I think it wasn't until maybe a year and a half ago where I felt pretty comfortable being on that runway and confident enough in my foot that it wasn't going to completely shatter if I put all my force through it. So um, it was a lot longer than six months. And in that time, we sort of were able to go back to, I think because my rise was quite quick, we sort of, not skipped steps, but we didn't have time to necessarily cover a lot of bases that maybe you would if you'd started when you were eight. And so um, we had that time to sort of start again and assess where our energy should go and what we should be focusing on and yeah we really I feel like we've left really no stone unturned we've learned a lot over especially the last five years um and yeah now we sort of know what makes me tick and how how to get me to be you know in the best shape I can be so if it wasn't for that foot break I don't think we would be here right now I don't think I would be the person I am today and and so I wouldn't want to do it again and I wouldn't recommend it, but it has helped me to get here. Um, so I am kind of grateful for it in a way. Every single para-athlete, uh, I feel, would have uh, some sort of inspirational story that, uh, that they can look back on and to say that that was a point uh, perhaps where they decided just to get on with life and do it. I mean, you've had a history of doing that anyway. Uh, outside of, of uh, you know, um, being an athlete, uh, what else does uh, Anna Grimaldi do in life? I mean, your job, I mean, what about income and that sort of thing? Yeah, I think we're super lucky to have been, I have been at least, been supported slightly financially through my journey. And um, I mean, in 2018, we got pay parity with the Olympians, which is so cool. Um, so um, I'm lucky enough that this at the moment is my full-time gig. Um, I will be looking to sort of transition, I guess, um, making sure that I have other things that I do through the next three years, not just long jump. Um, I think that's super important for my brain. And um, so, yeah, I studied um, quantity surveying and construction management through sort of since just before grad, since I left school. Um, and so I'll be looking to try and put those into into practice in the next year year or so. So. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's, um, I've always performed my best when I've had something else going on in my life. And um, I think that's a lot similar for other athletes as well. So, um, yeah. So um, so just uh, getting back to that point of um, remuneration, and I'm not trying to be too nosy here, but when they talk about high performance rewards and, and that sort of thing, you're on a par with, with the Olympics. So gold medals, trans... They they uh, they actually go across to financial reward in terms of building for the future. Yes, yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, we're lucky enough to be supported through high performance sport and um, through yes, the government, and um, that we are able to, I guess, support ourselves while we're training and and travelling the world to try and you know get enough competition to be able to get to the big events. Um, so I'm really grateful for that. Obviously, um, it'd be nice to, you know, get on board some sponsors that would be able to help as well um, <laughs> and sort of explore that realm as well. Um, 
because, I mean, it's not the easiest thing um, going away all the time and spending lots of money getting to events, especially even around New Zealand. Um, it's an expensive process, but we are. Ex- I'm extremely grateful that this has been my sort of source of income and that I'm a professional long jumper um, for the last, I don't know, maybe six years now. Um, so, mm. yeah. Hey, look, you went to Bayfield High as well, and, and I'm led to believe, I, in fact I should know this, is that Daniel Loder's old school as well. So uh, they've had a history <laughs> of uh, successful Olympians and gold medals down there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's an awesome school. I absolutely love my time at Bayfield. Um, it set me up really, really well um, for leaving school, and, and I've got some awesome friends, you know. Um, we've been friends since year nine, and we're still friends now, and... Um, yeah, it's a cool place. You look, uh, getting back to um, to this particular event and, and your gold medal performance, uh, you jumped 5.62 in Rio. Um, this time around, you broke the game's record at 5.76. Uh, did you, as defending champion, d- did you feel any added pressure? I think so. I think I felt it. I mean, if you had asked me this question at the start of the year, I probably would have said no. I think I was sort of in a bit of like a sweet spot where I had done super well over the season and, and I was super confident in my jumping and um, and I'd broken some records, gotten close to that magic six-metre mark and that had sort of been sort of the gold standard for my classification at least. And, and I think the last couple of months, the out and the insecurities and the um, confidence sort of dwindled um, yeah. and I did start to feel the pressure, I think this is the most nervous I've ever been for a competition which is super interesting because you know like the start of the year I was feeling really confident and excited and then I just sort of, I don't know the pressure built, the stress came up and the lack of sort of um, it always happens, we never have a heap of competitions before we enter a major champs because our season is in summer and the major champs are in winter but I think knowing where I was sitting and knowing where I could be sitting which was quite high in the field and but not actually having confirmation of that was quite tricky um and so yeah I you know I think my thoughts during the competition were where could I throw up that no one would notice um I was that nervous and that's never happened to me before so um that was a different experience as well but I think at the end of the day, I was just really stoked to be there. It could have easily have gone the other way with my foot and also with the pandemic. And um, yeah, I'm just grateful that I was there, given given it my all, and had the you know had a chance to try and defend my title. We're talking uh, this morning to uh, Anna Grimaldi, one of the great success stories out of the Paralympics, of course, gold medal in the long jump. Uh, Anna, uh, you. You jumped 5.91 metres earlier this year, uh, which is just 10 centimetres off the world record. Uh, is that yeah. is that a real possibility, do you feel? <laughs> I think that I don't feel like I've reached my potential yet and that that's sort of why I want to carry on to Paris. I, I feel like the season is the first season I felt like, quote unquote, a real long jumper, and that I've felt like I've known what I'm doing. I've been confident in my jumping, um, and that I've been sort of kicking it with the able-bodied girls in New Zealand. I think I'm ranked second 
overall for the year with five ninety one, and that's sort of a massive achievement in itself. Um, I didn't think that would be like a goal or that I would feel as stoked as I do for that or as proud as I am for that, but it is pretty um, special, I think. It shows just how... Um, how much of an athlete I am, I think, and, and how hard I've worked to get here and, and that I haven't let my disability sort of hold me back, um, especially in my athletic career. So, I mean, it's the reason I have my athletic career, but I think it's also um, just allowed me to have an opportunity to be an athlete, not necessarily just a para-athlete. Uh, we spoke to Holly, your good friend Holly Robinson, yesterday, of course, mm. and um, hers is a great story as well. And she told us about the fact that, uh, you know, you see a little bit of each other and you've got a bit in common, particularly, you know, when it comes to the training side of things, I guess it's a little bit lonely, but, um, you know, she's, uh, she's on the, in the field events uh, with the javelin. You're, of course, um, in the long jump. So there's obviously quite a lot of, um, I get good feeling down there between you two in particular. Yeah, I guess it's, um, like, I, when I started athletics, Holly had our silver at a world champs and um, she was living in Dunedin like I was she didn't grow up there but she was living there and training there and being a high performance athlete there and winning medals there and I think that was a massive inspiration for me, I think it's so important for people to see the pathway, if you can't see it, you can't imagine it it's so hard to dedicate your life towards it or be open to giving it a go and um, because I could see where she'd come from, where she was, and um, that she was doing it where I lived, it just all made it feel like a possibility for me. So, um, yeah, I'm lucky that she was there and um, along the journey with me. We've been—I mean, she's been at all my major events that I've been to, and um, it's a cool moment too. And that, the fact that we're from Dunedin is awesome too. Uh, Anna, one of the things that uh, I like about looking at the Olympics and uh, then, of course, the Paralympics is the camaraderie that exists between teammates, but uh, also against um, the opposition and uh, athletes that are up against you. Uh, and I think it's even better illustrated at the Paralympics because I think you've got an appreciation of uh, what everyone has been through to, to get to this point. Now, I, I want to know from you, uh, as you looked at the Paralympics in Tokyo, did, did one event, one performance, not necessarily New Zealand, stand out? Did you look at that and think, my goodness, how did he or she manage to achieve that? How amazing are they? Did, uh, or, the, or was it just happening every day? I think um, so many things spring to mind. I mean, like the whole New Zealand team, super inspiring to me and I think we've got such a cool um, bond because it is a small com like a small Paralympian community in New Zealand um, but I think the games as a whole like it's one of those things that will forever make me feel comforted like I go into a room in New Zealand and you know 9.9 .9 times out of 10 I'm the only one with a disability but you walk outside the door and there's just thousands of people all living with a disability, doing the thing they love, um, trying really hard, training, all with the same goals, you know, of hopefully becoming the Paralympic champion. And that is such a special experience.
experience and not something that I ever experienced growing up. I always felt like I was the only one, like I was the odd one out, like I would be treated differently. And you go over there and it's just one of those sort of surreal moments where no one's staring at you. No one gives a crap whether or not you have one hand, you've got one foot, you've got cerebral palsy, you're blind, whatever. Um, It's just what it is. Everyone's there doing their thing and that's super special. Um, I think that's probably the coolest part about being involved in the Paralympic movement is feeling included and um, supported and comfortable. Yeah. Honestly, um, I I never really thought of it that way because I can't, of course. I'm lucky enough to be able-bodied and, and, you know, but to to hear that from you, uh, I I find uh, really cool. Uh, Anna, thanks so much for your time. Um, you know, we'll let you get back to MIQing or whatever you do in MIQ. I'm <laughs> All my busy days that I've got, got planned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, ama- you're amazing. Uh, you're amazing. Your achievement you. has been a- amazing. Um, your, your ability to, uh, to be as good as you are so quickly astounds me. Uh, good luck for the future. And uh, really, the most important thing is when you get out of MIQ, I hope you have a fantastic celebration somewhere down there uh, in, amongst your Dunedin friends and family. That would be cool. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, and I can't like to celebrate with everyone. I think that's kind of one of the coolest parts about winning a medal is being able to share it with everybody anywhere, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Hey, good on you, Anna. You're, you're a treasure. Thank you so much. Uh, that was Anna Grimaldi who, uh, yeah, won the gold medal for us in the long jump. What a, what a, again, again, I keep saying this every day. Our women are doing so much for us um, in the sport. And the, the way they present themselves, the way they think about it and express themselves, boys, boys, gentlemen, um, I think it's a lesson to a lot of you. Just saying, just saying. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.